Hey, I am Jess, and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio coffee to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. Hey friend, happy 2024. Can you believe we are here? 2019 was literally five years ago. (laughs) That's so crazy. I am so jazzed you're here. I love the new year. I'm not so much like a New Year's resolution kind of girl, but I'm definitely the kind that loves casting new visions, dreaming up new ambitions for the year. I'm so here for that. And this time in particular is really fun to work with you guys because it's like this fresh start. There's a new sense of hope that I think we bring into the new year where we we have this this like glimmer of sparkle where we're like maybe this is the year and if you're one of those people that's like I don't set new year's resolutions because you're afraid of the failures you're afraid that you know if I have hope in it it's I'm gonna be let down again because it's never worked out before I'm gonna tell you I am so glad you are here here on the show we talk about empowered eating which is really getting to the heart of eating and learning to build an empowered relationship with both food and our bodies. So, you know, wherever you fall in the New Year's vision casting spectrum, I just want to say that I'm holding a lot of hope for you this year, friend. I think this can be the year that you make some major changes, whether that's upstairs in your brain that we need to make those changes, or physically in your body feeling healthier and stronger and more empowered I think this can be the year. I hold that hope for you, and I'm really excited. If you have been with me for some time, I'm so glad you're back. Welcome to 2024. I've got some really cool new things coming for you guys this year. We are going to dive in today to talk about the three ways you're going to grow by tuning into the show this year. Whether you've been here or you're new, I want you to know what to expect this year. And let me just kick it off by sharing some really exciting news. I have been working on a quiz for you. I have lots of different options and lots of different ways I support people. And you know, I think this is honestly one of the hardest parts about my job. It is not a one size fits all. You may have heard of my analogy, I call it the donut victory. And In short, what it is, is like if you walk into a break room and there's a donut in the break room, everybody's donut victory, their donut win looks unique. So, you know, for some people, it might be like seeing the donut and having one and enjoying it and giving yourself permission without guilt. That might be your donut victory. For another person, it might be walking in and not having the donut, learning to not feel like you have to eat a sweet or dessert when it's in front of you. For another person, it might be, you know, going, I'm going to take the donut, but I'm just trying, I'm going to try to eat it and stop when my body tells me to stop. For another person, it might be looking at the donut and going, okay, but yes, before you grab that donut, you need to eat your lunch. Everybody's donut victory is a little bit different. And I think that's one of the hardest things about what I do. It's because we talk about food and nutrition on here, but what's healthy for one person 
isn't going to be healthy for another. This is why I love the empowered eating model so much because it's so individualized and you create your own definition of healthy. But I was thinking, you know, if I if I was sitting on the other end of this microphone, if I was listening to this, I would be like really excited about this idea of empowered eating, but I wouldn't know where to start. So this is why I have put together a quiz for you guys. You guys can go head on over to my website. You can drop down in the show notes, but I want you to take this quiz. So often we don't know where to start, and this quiz is designed to help you get a better understanding of where you're at in your empowered eating journey. You can check it out. It's narrowing in on your eating style and your values and whether or not they align. It's really fun. So go over, drop down to the show notes, click the link there, or you can head on over to my website, jessbrownrd.com, and take that free quiz. All right, before we dive into this year, let's just take a minute and look at 2023. If you have been with me for some time, you may remember, or you may not, at the beginning of 2023, my word for the year was breakthrough, and I invited you to join me in with that word. I wanted you to have breakthrough with your relationship with food and how you talk with your body. What's really cool, so many of you joined me, and it it was so awesome. I'm thinking there's this one woman who really got through the body bullying part, and you know, this one's tricky because... Body bullying, which is the term I use for the way our brain talks to our bodies. So many of us live in this world where our body just talks crap all day long to our body. And we don't even realize it. So there was this one woman I was working with who went through the body bully inventory. And she completely transformed the way her brain speaks to her body. And what was really cool is this showed up in more than how she feeds herself. It actually showed up in how she cares for her family. So she gave this great example of cooking dinner for her family. And she realized that she had this constant narrative of like needing to be present things perfectly, whether it was her body or dinner for her family. But she noticed one night she was cooking dinner for her family and she burned the entree. And as she's getting it out for her family, she's thinking in her head, the body bullying stuff started. Oh, you burned this. I can't believe you burned this. I'm not going to like it. And she's all upset about it. And she caught herself. Because she'd been doing the body bullying inventory, she caught herself. And she thought, wait a second. I don't really think my kids care if it's a little bit burned. It's actually not burned all that bad. So she decided to check that thought, not accept it as fact, give her family dinner. And she said she went through the dinner. Her kids didn't even care. They didn't even notice that it was burned. And this was a major breakthrough for her. And this spilled on over to how her brain talks to her body about how it looks and how she cares for it. She started eating differently. The breakthrough was incredible. Now, that's a cool story. And I love it because that was her goal. That was her intention. And she made it happen. Me, on the other hand, I had this idea of what breakthrough was going to look like for me. I had some really big physical goals. I was working on taking my my weightlifting and my strength training to a whole new level. It's kind of embracing some of my old fears of like not wanting to push myself too hard. And if you've ever struggled with food, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like we we can go from this obsessive, slightly disordered, maybe fully eating disordered mentality, and it can be really weird to go back to like pushing yourself in the physical department. So I had started challenging those a few years and I had decided that 2023 was going to be my year that I really pushed it and I wanted to see what I'm capable of. I'm pushing 40 and so I have some like ideas about what I want my body to be capable of by the time I turn 40. So I started 2023 thinking this is the year. This is the year I'm going to learn to do some of these things that I want to do. 
Oh, man, it did not turn out the way I thought it would. Here's the thing about life. Like, life is real, and it throws you curveballs. And that's exactly what happened to me in 2023. I struggled with some of the worst insomnia I've ever struggled with. It's always been something I battled, but 2023, man, it it was a whole new level. I was working through a shoulder injury at the beginning of the year, and now I'm working through a knee injury. So the verdict's out on whether or not surgery is next, but both of all three of these things, it made it so that my physical breakthrough was just not, it just wasn't happening the way I thought it would. But through that, I had to work through some other breakthroughs. I had to work some through some breakthroughs with my sleep. And some of that was physical. I had to do some gut healing, some mineral balancing. There was definitely a biological component to it. But there was also a mental piece. I had to really work on surrendering and letting go of some of the things I want to control. Is anyone else out there a control freak? <laughs> I imagine you probably relate it's at some point in your life. But I had to really work and grow in my own faith and laying down some of the stressors and the, not the stressors, but the, the control that I would like to have. What I realized through these struggles is that I actually had some mental barriers that I needed to break down. I had to relook at how I was living out. Personally, for me, it was my faith. I was not having the level of faith that I wanted to have and really leaning into God and trusting him with his process. And I was showing up in my insomnia, my lack of sleep. I think it was actually impacting, I know it was impacting my gut health. I had some of those mental barriers that I needed to break through before I could move on to some of my bigger ambitions. I think of this kind of like I know they're not as in style anymore, but do you guys remember those no-show socks? The ones that you couldn't see and you'd wear like with tennis shoes so it looks like you weren't wearing socks. Now, have you ever had one of those fall off your heel while you have shoes on? It's like the most annoying thing in the world. Well, one time this happened to me. It was during a race. I was running a half marathon and I kept on running. I was like, I'm not going to stop and fix my sock. I can't be bothered to stop and fix my sock. Now, on the one hand, there's some resiliency in this, right? Like I figured like I have the power to push through this. I can persevere. I had decided I wasn't going to sacrifice time to stop and fix my sock and keep going. But on the other hand, while I was white knuckling through that annoyance of the sock off my heel, that little guy was in my shoe doing its own thing. It was creating havoc in my in my shoe on my foot. It was in the wrong spot. It was leaving my heel exposed for that 13.1 miles. It was causing friction then on my heel to the back of my shoe. So by not taking the time to stop and pull up my sock, which really would have taken 15 seconds, it ended up hurting me in the end. It stole from my experience. It was mentally distracting. It left me with some blisters. And I don't think I enjoyed the race nearly as much as I would have had I just stopped and fixed my sock. I think much of our mental barriers are like those socks that are half off in our shoe. We can keep going. We might even be proud of how we can persevere and push through it because we're mentally tough. But the reality is those limiting beliefs, they limit us. We aren't enjoying the race nearly as much as we could because we're distracted, we're limited, and that tiny little sucker that we thought was benign is actually giving us a blister. (laughs) So last year was all about pulling up my metaphorical no-show socks so I could run a little faster this year. I beat insomnia, 
I'm so excited to say I have finally beat it. I am looking at just about six weeks now of really incredible sleep. I broke through some serious limiting beliefs. I am deepening my faith every day. Of course, I'm not perfect, but I am working hard on that and then trusting God to fill in the gaps where maybe I'm not not as strong, right? Help me with my unbelief. There were some necessary ducks that I really needed to get in a row to prepare me for some of the visions I have for this year. I had to fix my socks. So my question for you is, do you need to fix your socks? And what are those socks? Do you have them, you know, do you have maybe something off biologically? You would know that you do if your lab work is off, if your gut health is off. You know, that was really clear to me when my gut health and my sleep were off. That's my rest and digest, my parasympathetic systems. Those were off. There's things we can do about that. Maybe it's the way you talk to your body. You know, maybe you have this negative narrative that is is going on in your head over and over again. And if that's going on, honey, that's not just a sock halfway off. That's like you got a sock halfway off and a whole thing of of rocks in your shoe and maybe even some cactus needles. You've got so much going on in there. You cannot keep running. We have got to change some of that. So here are some examples of where you might feel some of this friction. Maybe if you like are willing to do a detox, but you feel resistant to eating more fruits and veggies, like that might be a sign that your sock is halfway off. Let's say you're interested in adding in more exercise, but you feel resistance learning how to eat like before you go to the gym that freaks you out to add food around your exercise. Maybe someone's interested in becoming a vegetarian, but then you feel resistant to learning and trying new protein needs. Maybe someone wants to eat healthy, but then they feel resistance to flexibility and they feel guilty anytime they don't eat something that is, quote, healthy. Maybe you're someone who is highly motivated to push yourself and take on a new sport like a triathlon or a marathon but you feel resistance to rest days. Or maybe you're someone looking to lose weight, but you feel resistance to eating certain foods or cooking or spending time in the kitchen. Now, this doesn't capture all of them, but these scenarios show us that we as women sometimes have these really big ambitions. We are motivated boss babes, but there are some basic foundational things that need to be laid before we work towards their goals. We have to fix our socks. Friend, if this is you, first of all, I want you to know there's no shame. I mean, I've been doing this stuff for 15 plus years, and last year I had to fix my socks. I had to make some changes. And One of the things that kept me in a place of growth was maintaining curiosity over criticism. And when we can stay there, there is so much we can learn. So if you can stay curious with me and hang out here on the show, here are three ways you are going to grow this year by tuning into the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. Number one, you are going to discover a deeper definition of healthy. Girl, we do not believe healthy is a one-size-fits-all on this show. It is based on what you value. This can be really hard in and of itself because we are surrounded by so much information and so many people, their highlight reel is on social telling us how magical it is to be their definition of healthy. We need to get clear on what that is for you. And that's a lot of what we discuss here on the show. The second way you will grow is you will learn really cool science, both from mental and physical health perspectives. My background as a dietitian and then even more so as a sports dietitian gets so excited about all the cool information we know about food and how it impacts our health. So for example, here's my favorite, like one of my all-time favorite nutrition science facts. 
you have an internal antioxidant like factory. So anytime like we have eat food, metabolism happens, and some of the metabolic byproducts of just, you know, living are something called free radicals. And I think of free radicals like my two, my, um, my little boys running around in a ceramic shop. It's funny. I just took them painting like an hour ago and I was constantly like, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Hands to yourself. Please put your hands in your pocket. (laughs) Free radicals are like my little boys in the ceramic shop. Like anything they touch, there's a potential that they could break it. A bowl in a china shop kind of stuff going on. Now, our body has these internal antioxidant systems that basically it's like scooping my kid up. It just neutralizes those free radicals so that they can't cause damage, which is actually what I ended up doing. I put my kids on my back because I was like, you guys are too tempted. You cannot be around this stuff. And then we got out of there very quickly. So your body has this internal antioxidant fact. And one of the major players in that antioxidant system is manganese, the nutrient called manganese. And you can find this dense and packed in your pineapple. So I love making me a pineapple, banana, spinach, and a little bit of Greek yogurt and honey smoothie. We call it candy juice in my house. And when I drink that every time, I'm like, here you go, body. Here's some manganese. Pump out those antioxidants. (laughs) Here's another one for you. I think this is so cool. There are certain types of fats called saturated fats that when consumed in a higher amount tend to have an inflammatory effect on our gut. It doesn't mean they're bad for you. It just means that when we have a lot of them, it's taxing on our body to break it down. I think of it kind of like running a marathon. Like that is taxing on your body. It doesn't mean we don't do it. It's just hard. But they found that when you combine like those saturated fats with something called like a polyunsaturated fat. So I think of like having a cheeseburger with cheese alone versus having a cheeseburger with avocado, which has that polyunsaturated fat, that can help mitigate and almost completely neutralize some of that inflammatory effect in our gut. So if you're looking at having a cheeseburger and maybe you have a heart health history or you're worried about your heart health, throw some avocado in it, girl. That avocado helps your body stay a little bit calmer. So if we compare it to the marathon, it's kind of like someone picked you up in a golf cart and drove you for a few of the miles. (laughs) It decreases the inflammation and the work that your body had to do. So cool, right? We also touched some on the mental health science. I think science from the mental health perspective is so powerful, probably because I'm an emotional person. I've struggled with an eating disorder in the past. I think all of us can relate to some of those negative thoughts and we want to develop emotional intelligence. And I actually think emotional intelligence is really important when it comes to making actual changes with your diet. One of my favorite areas of research in mental health is the power of naming an emotion. And what they found is that when we can name the emotion, specifically when we are experiencing a negative emotion, it starts to diffuse. It doesn't hold as much power. And how they've tested it is they've actually taken like aversive pictures and shown them to people and they've rated their stress levels, both verbally, their verbal stress, stress levels and their biological stress levels. So measuring like their heart rate and what's happening internally. And they found that they don't have as much of a an emotional or visceral response when there was a an emotion name attached to the aversive picture. So for in other words, when they showed the picture and it had like a, this should make you feel sad, this should make you feel angry. When it had the emotion attached to the picture, people didn't have as strong of a reaction compared to those who saw the pictures that had no emotional label on them. Isn't that crazy? So the way I think of this is that when we can learn to identify, hey, I'm feeling off, 
what is the emotion I'm feeling? And we can label it and we can say it out loud to someone. It doesn't hold the same amount of power over us. And this is incredibly important when it comes to having a better relationship with food because it prevents us from emotional eating or emotional restriction. And it helps us speak nicer to our body because so often those emotional, those activating emotions change the way we talk to our body and ultimately how we treat it. So that's a lot of what we talk about here is we talk about the science behind nutrition and mental health and how that's going to show up in the actions we take. Okay, my friend, and the third way you will grow if you tune into this podcast this year is that you will be invited to learn, lean in, and listen to biofeedback. Biofeedback is simply a word to describe how your body talks to you. So when you go out for nachos and happy hour with your friends, instead of just staying in your head the whole time, learning to read biofeedback means you get into the car and you check in with your body. How do I feel? Do I feel full? Do I feel more energy after eating that food? What is my body saying right now? We talk a lot about the poop report. We talk a lot about how you can understand insomnia and hormone balance. And some of the cool things I get to do with clients now is actually dive into this a little bit deeper. Our lab work is some, is also biofeedback. So reading and interpreting lab work is one of my favorite things to do because it helps us understand what's going on internally and are there any vitamin imbalances. And another area I'm kicking off this year, which I'm super excited about, is I can now do hair mineral analyses tests. And this is a really amazing biofeedback tool because we take a clip of your hair and it gives us a reading and some insight as to what your mineral balance is. What do you have too much of? What are you not absorbing? And this helps us create a highly individualized supplement stack because there's some overlap that can happen. So for example, zinc is a great gut healing supplement. Zinc is something that a lot of us take when we think we're getting sick, but zinc can also inhibit the absorption of vitamin D. And so if we have too much zinc and suddenly our vitamin D is off, we create that imbalance and a hair hair mineral analysis test can help us identify some of those imbalances and help correct them. So there are some really cool tools we can use to better understand biofeedback and make more specific dietary changes to move forward. All right, let's do a little recap. Number one, you're going to discover a deeper definition of health. Number two, you're going to learn really cool science. And number three, you're going to learn more about biofeedback. Are you here to stay? Are you going to hang with me this year? I am so excited you're here because I really do believe this is going to be an amazing year. This is going to be not just an amazing year, but the year where we choose the hard to make sustainable changes over quick fixes. This is going to be the year where we learn to care and love our body with grace and patience and discipline and intentionality instead of having this underlying pressure to look a certain way be what drives us because that's going to create fear and ultimately keep us stuck in our cycle. I am believing for you, my friend, that this is the year that you will grow with your body and not just find it comfortable to be in your body, but you are going to discover this empowered way of living in your body to be stronger, to be more energetic, to be the girlfriend, the wife, the mom, the student, the sister, the daughter, the friend, the leader that you want to be. It is a new year. It is a new season. And we're going to take it this year, every single step, with gratitude and anticipation for what's coming. And most of all, you know I'm here for it. Lots of fun. Here is my audio hug for you today, my friend. Have a beautiful day. Cheers and happy eating.
Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.